huge fucking nerd. That's right, I'm a huge fucking nerd. I like lots of books and computers, cause I am a huge fucking nerd. One of a kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of TUTTLE. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, TUTTLE. TUTTLE in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the TUTTLE Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, TUTTLE. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Make sure you check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. When you go there, you're going to be able to find every single place you can find me online. If it's my social media, uh, my, my TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, whatever it may be as well as my YouTube channel. Because if you go to my YouTube channel yesterday, you're going to be able to find the video I shot. Uh, I was running to the store yesterday to get get a few things for my mom to make dinner. And I live in a very, very small town. And I live right off of US-1. But when I got to US-1, I was like, something looked weird. It was like, because you usually don't see a lot of traffic there, and it was bumper to bumper. So the closer I got, I realized this is a goddamn MAGA convoy rally. This thing had to have been two or three miles long. Everybody, big old, stereotypical, jacked up, big trucks that you would see, a lot of old classic cars, but they were flying the Trump flags. Uh, there was one there that that made Trump look like Rambo. I think it was Trump's head superimposed onto Sylvester Stallone's body from Rambo. Uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, very shocking. Plenty of Confederate flags being flown uh, right next to the Trump Pence 2020 uh, flag. So if you want to go check that out, it's about eight minutes long if you want to see it. Uh, but, yeah, that's what's on my YouTube page. Let's get the show started, guys. So I am currently sitting in the Super Walmart parking lot right here in New Smyrna Beach right off of, I think it's 44. Yeah, 44. And it has just been absolutely pouring all day long. And the parking lot, you know, right now, this could, couldn't have been a worse time to go to a Walmart or any of these stores right now because a lot of people are going shopping crazy because of COVID again. I hear there's a, another shortage in toilet paper, but on top of that, people are also getting ready for Thanksgiving. Now, I find this kind of fitting because I was thinking about this. Wasn't the original Thanksgiving with the Indians and us as Europeans came over here and and basically wiped out all the Native American population because of, like, our European diseases. I mean, we're kind of going through that right now. A lot of these people, they're going to ignore everything. They're going to go straight to their parents' house, the elderly, the ones that are not able to afford to be able to catch this thing. You're going to see this skyrocket. 
because it's cold now. People are going to be inside. Old grandma, great grandma, whoever it may be, your old aunt. Yes, you're going to take them out just like the Europeans took out the Native Americans back in the day. You might as well be giving them a blanket with smallpox on it because people just don't give a damn. I think they're getting fatigue from this pandemic and they're just like, fuck it. I'm going to go see my family. I don't care. So what? It's about their time to go. It's the thinning of the herd. And that's exactly what it's going to be like. But I digress. So I'm waiting in the parking lot here at the Super Walmart. And, you know, I'm not saying anything bad, but sometimes, depending on where you're at, when when I was living in Orlando, the Super Walmart we went to when I was married, because it was, it was close to the Winter Garden area, uh, we had to go to Ocoee. That one was bad. Oh, my God. It was like you were stepping into a Jamaican third world country there. And I'm not being racist or anything, people. I'm just saying they didn't take care of anything. There were carts scattered all over the place. So, you know, maybe they need to go like they, they do it up in New Jersey. Because when I was in New Jersey, one of the weirdest things, because that... That's where my ex-wife's uh, family lived. We were going up, up to Tom's River, New Jersey. And when you go to the shopping market there, you got to put in a goddamn quarter to be able to get the shopping cart back. Now, you do get your quarter back, but you have to bring the cart back. So maybe they need to go to something like that. But I, I still think people will be dicks and be like, oh, it's just a quarter. I ain't going to walk it back up there just to get a quarter. But there are some people that will do that. Maybe it will help. But sometimes I just feel like the super Walmarts are kind of slipping a little bit. That's why I always liked the regular uh, Walmarts back in the day because there was less stuff. The customer service was so much better. So I'm just waiting for this goddamn rain to end before I go into it. So I'll check back in with you in just a few seconds. All right, so I left Walmart. That that was the one of the biggest waste of trips that I have ever made to Walmart. I mean, I swear to God, Walmart is like the mother effing Hunger Games right now. It's like everybody is out to mother eff each other. Nobody, everybody is so rude. It's crowded. Oh, and also, by the way. Um, I really don't care if you wear a mask or not. I, I know that I'm going to wear one, but uh, it does you absolutely no good to wear a mask and not have your nose covered up. I, I, it just drives me absolutely insane when I see these idiots walking around. Now, they got their mouth covered with the mask, but their nose is just wide open. Wide open. So it's like... It's not even doing any good, man. And if you wear glasses like I do, these masks, even though they're inconvenient, but I wear them just to be able to protect myself and, and my family. Because I, I, I've told you guys this before. If if I end up catching it, I know I'll be okay. I'm, I'm almost absolutely sure. I mean, I, I think and hope that I would be. But... I just don't want to bring it home to my parents. So a lot of you people out there that are like anti-mask, they're like, oh, Toto, you're such a pussy. Why are you wearing a mask? Well, I do it to be able to protect my family. But wearing glasses and having to wear that mask, it is virtually impossible for you to read any of the signs in the store because your, your, your glasses, they are just always fogging up. Every single breath that you take out, it's like... 
your windows are fogging up. And and I gotta tell you, whoever can can create the first defroster or or anti you know fogged up glasses is gonna make a lot of money, especially with this pandemic. I mean, right now it would be a, a million dollar idea because there are so many people that wear glasses. And they have to wear these masks, and then I always take my glasses off. Uh, and it's not like I'm completely, totally blind. It, I try to compare it to people and tell them that my glasses, I, I can see, but it's like standard definition, barely 720p when I don't have my glasses on. Now, when I got my glasses on, we're, we're talking almost 4K, baby. But, God, I sound like a do-sam baby. But uh, what I'm trying to say is that it's kind of hard to be able to find stuff when you can, you're, you're walking around like, Daphne or Velma from Scooby-Doo can't see a mother effing thing because your glasses are all fogged up. So, yeah, that is a pain in the ass. And, and that's one of the worst things about wearing a mask when you wear glasses. But I went in there and I couldn't even find... I, I was trying to get a kettlebell. And if you don't know what that is, those are the weights, but it looks like a, a kettlebell, like a, like a cowbell almost. And they've been really, really helping me out, but I've kind of maxed out on the one that my producer, Vulture, gave me. And I get in there, and they got one weight that's a kettlebell, and that was 40 pounds. Now, I'm in pretty good shape right now, but 40 pounds, I couldn't even curl that. Like, I, I tried it. I, I mean, I could get it up once, but I don't even know what good that's going to do me. Uh, to work out. So I was like, you know what, F it. I'm not, I'm not even going to get this. And I don't understand. There are kettlebells like... Or, or uh, you know what? I, I just figured out what it is. Because I was going to say I thought kettlebells were like toilet paper right now during the pandemic. But that that's not the case. What it is is that people are not allowed to go to gyms right now. And they're buying a lot of home workout equipment. And that's most likely why I couldn't find one. Because... <laughs> I don't know if there's a lot of people that are, are pushing a 40-pound kettlebell on a daily basis. I, I know that there are some people, but just not this cracker. Uh, be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer. You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. All right. We got a million streams in 18 days on this song. So I'm about to sing it. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I do drugs Not hard ones Just ones that change my mind up Drugs Can't find up If you think I'm gone I'm just doing drugs Not hard ones Just ones that change my mind up Don't mind me if I lie up Only need a sort of kind of Drugs Da-da-da-da Da-da-da-da 
Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Before I get into my next topic, which is going to be a really, really good one. It's it's a little juicy, so I think you guys are going to like it. Uh, but I would like for you guys to be able to go and subscribe or join my new Reddit forum. Um, I don't know the exact URL for it, but if you get a chance, go to Reddit. If you don't know what Reddit is, Reddit is a like web board type forum place where people can go and discuss things. People can create forums. And uh, my buddy Jason, Jason, who created Tuttle.net for me back when I was on the Bubba the Love Sponge show, because uh, I was talking to him about it, and I was like, what do you know about Reddit? Because I've always wanted to get on Reddit because PewDiePie. I, I, you know, a lot of people, they they might not like PewDiePie, but the guy is at the top of the game. Man. I mean, he is the pinnacle when it comes to content creators, especially on YouTube, and he gets a lot of his info and stuff to talk about on Reddit. So, with this Reddit forum, just go to Reddit, uh, R-E-D-D-I-T, and just search The Tuttle Daily Podcast. You're going to see my picture there. Uh, it's that white picture. I, I took that picture so long ago. It's like I'm the type of person where I hate every single picture that I ever take. But every once in a while, every so often, I will take a picture and I'm like, God damn, I actually look halfway decent and I'll keep that one. And, and I had that white one for the, the longest, longest time. Uh, I just I thought it was a great picture. I mean, great angle. I was skinny as hell back then. That was that was while I was still married. But I just recently took a new picture out here by the water by the Hobo Fish Camp. And that is my new one because and guess what? Uh, I took that other picture like probably eight years ago. So it took eight, eight goddamn years for me to be able to get a picture that I actually felt comfortable with. So I'm using that one now on all that. But go to my Reddit forum. Just search the Tuttle Daily Podcast, Reddit, R-E-D-D-I-T. Now, I want this to be a place. I'm not going to censor anybody on there. I, I want it to be no holds bar. If you guys want to say something bad about me, pit it up there. I, I want to read it. And guess what? If it's really, really good hate, like really good hate, I'm going to read that. I am going to read that on my podcast all day, every day. But you can post news stories. You can go on there. You can ask people for help, talk about stuff going on in your life. Uh, I just want this to be a forum where all the supporters of the Tuttle Daily Podcast can go and and just hang out and meet new people. So please do me a favor. Go to Reddit, search the Tuttle Daily Podcast, and subscribe. Let every single person know about it because I, I listen. I know that I do a lot of plugging on my social media, and and I'm gonna do a better job at at putting out some great funny content. But I'm trying to make this grow, and, and, and it's grown tremendously thanks to you guys, and, and I cannot thank you enough. I'm going to apologize ahead of time. I know a lot of you guys already know the backstory. If you've been listening to this uh, podcast, this show, whatever you want to call it, for any amount of time, you already know what I'm about to talk about. But you also have to realize in radio and podcasting, you are gaining new listeners, new subscribers, new supporters every single day. So you always 
have to be consistently and constantly resetting. So uh, if you don't know, I, I was married. I didn't lose my virginity until I was about 20 years old. I, I lost it on the couch of my program director, and it was not my program director that took my virginity. He, he was just, he lived right down the street from the radio station. He was a raging alcoholic. He was passed out in the other room, and it was a listener, yes. And, and it, was, it was a horrible first experience. Uh, I didn't do very well, if you know what I'm talking about, okay? But then, until I met my wife, I had a really good run there. I, I don't want any of you guys to think, like, I'm some stud or, or, like, I thought I was the man. Hell no, I didn't think I was the man. When I met my wife, my wife was the one that made the move on me. I, I had to go use the restroom, and she came up and started talking to me when I got done with the bathroom break to be able to get back on stage, and we started hanging out then. And I didn't even have to try then, but I had a good run. I really, really did. And, and I know a lot of it has to do with being on the radio uh, because I, I, I do have low self-esteem. You, you would think with all the things that I've done on the radio and how I'll go up and talk to anybody, all the stunts, you're like, yeah, well, you know, you don't have self-confidence, but I, I really don't. I just go for it. Even though I'm uncomfortable, that is where I strive like, I do so well in uncomfortable situations. Uh, but then when I was married, uh, I mean, it, I, and I don't want anybody to, to say anything bad uh, or think I'm saying anything bad about my ex-wife. No, I, I mean, it was, I, I'm always going to care for her. I'm always going to, like, if she called me today, I would help her out with something. Now, I'll admit, when, when I first got divorced, I... I was like, F that bitch and all that stuff. But no, I mean, not anymore. Like, it was a good time, but it was not a very, what you would say, sexual relationship. I, I'm not saying that we did not. We did, but not maybe as much as I would like. And a lot of that has to do with how bad of a husband I was. But I was also on all of these psychotropic drugs, and if you're not familiar with them, they absolutely kill your sex drive. Like, and I didn't even know it at the time, but when I got off of those, uh, when I got out of the uh, institution where I had to be there for like nine or ten days whenever I got Baker acted from trying to commit suicide, I decided I was going to get off of them, and, and I've talked about this. When, when I got off of them, I did not feel the effects right at first, but maybe about a month after I got done with him, um, I was like horny as hell. Like, because I didn't masturbate for the longest time after my divorce. I had a couple of hookups with people, and I will tell you this I had problems uh, performing, if, if you get what I'm saying. And I'm, uh, and I'm also trying to keep this podcast as clean as I can because I eventually want to get back on the radio, but I also don't want, like, program directors and programmers to hear my podcast and think, oh, well, he can't do clean radio. We can't put him on terrestrial radio. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to clean it up a little bit. But for this segment, I'm going to get a little graphic. I'm going to talk about things that... You know, you, you wouldn't necessarily be able to say on the radio. 
so so when I got off of the meds, yes, I was horny as hell. I was masturbating because I, I did. I almost went a year without even ejaculating at all because I just wasn't interested. I, I thought it was because, oh, you're just concentrating on your work and stuff like that. That's why you're not interested. You're being responsible because women will fuck your head up a little bit. I'm not saying all of them, but... Guys, we all act big and tough like, yeah, you know, I'm just wanting to hook up. But we are just as sensitive as the women are at, at some point. So we, we are. Some people are just heartless. But back to what I was saying, um, I have, you know, I'm just going to come out and say it. I pre-cum a lot. Like, I, I, yes, I do. I, man. I remember because back in the day, I mean, even when I used to wear underwear, if you've been listening to my radio career for any time, you know that I don't wear underwear now. I I really don't. I don't even, I can't even remember when I started that trend. But yeah, I I haven't worn underwear in a really, really long time. But back when I was younger, when whenever I was, you know, starting to become sexually active, yes. I, the front of my pants would look like I pissed myself. Not, not, not that bad, but I would have wet spots, uh, what people like to call snail trails. Yeah, I would have that. Now, I'm not going to mention this person by name because I, I, I told her that I would not. Uh, and, and I try to keep my, my dating life, unless the person is okay with it off the air, because I try to be respectful because it, it does scare off a lot of people, but, uh, I'm, I, I, this is a, a woman that I've been talking to for a while on Facebook. She's, she's, uh, been in Orlando a while, has been listening to me on the radio and, we, I met her for the first time earlier in the week. I think it might have been Monday or Tuesday, but I went over to her house. And I know a lot of a lot of you people are like, well, you know, you got you you're always talking about wearing masks and trying to protect your your parents and stuff. I know this person, and this person really does not go out in public that much, because and and maybe one day I'll get into that, but. I uh, hung out with this person again, and and I've been having such a great time. Like seriously, um, we have so much in common. We both have kind of, sort of the same issues, and I I think that's why I am so grab, uh, you know, just pulled towards her because we get along. I can be myself. But I will tell you this. It got a little um, intense last night. I mean, nothing, nothing too extreme. But, I mean, it was, it was like when you're a teenager, a lot of kissing, making out, all that stuff. Now, I'm not wearing underwear now. Guys, I swear to God, the front of my pants look like a Jackson Pollock-like painting. And I was so embarrassed because she has a roommate. And I'm like, luckily it was nighttime. It was a little bit darker in the room, but like I knew exactly where it was. And I do not know why I, when I get excited, I pre-cum a lot. God damn it. I share way too much on my show. 
And now I guess since I'm getting back into the dating scene, I'm going to have to start wearing underwear again. Now, I would like to hear from you guys. Uh, I have an email, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Or if you want to leave me a voicemail, it, it's all anonymous, 407-270-3044. Because I, I would like to hear from you. Am I the only one that has this problem? Because, you know, I'm about to turn 41. And I got the same problems as I had when I was in my late teens, early 20s with getting too excited. And before you come at me and try to bust my balls and say, oh, Tuttle is a premature ejaculator. No, that's that's not it. Like, I have become very proficient in the art of masturbation. And and I got to train myself. I, I've always been that way. I, I'm very uh, obsessive compulsive disorder type person. And if I'm going to do something, I want to do it right. And I, I've done a lot of edging. And I know a lot of people are like, why would you even do that? Like, why would you just edge yourself? Because I'll, I'll admit to you guys, and I know this is going to make me look really, really bad, but I have gone, I, I wanted to see how many times I could take myself to that limit, that limit of point of no return. You know, all guys have that. You have that point of no return, that feeling, because once you go past that feeling, there's nothing you can do as a man to stop it. Now, if you if you can, you're a goddamn wizard. Like, seriously, like you're the Gandalf of you're like the Gandalf of gray uh, of porn stars or, or sexual masters. But. Once you get to that point of no return, there's no turning back. I, I don't give a fuck what you do. It, it's just, it's it's about to be like old faith, faithful. It's going to explode. And there's really nothing you could do about it. Now, I don't know why I would do this. Maybe I'm just a glutton for punishment. But I, all day, I, I, I'm telling you right now, and, and this is just a rough estimate. And you can tell I'm really, really bored. But I masturbated about 10, maybe 15 times to that point of no return and then have a- enough willpower to just stop. Just stop. Pull up your pants and go about your business and then come back for some more. And and it's helped me. It It, it has helped me a lot when it comes to uh, stamina. Uh, when it comes to sex. Now, have I been able to test it out that much? No, 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 no. I, I, on a few occasions, I have. So please don't come at me and say, oh, uh, you know, Tuttle's a premature ejaculator because he pre-comes a lot. No, it's just something that happens. I get really, really excited. And it's just kind of embarrassing, especially when you're wearing khaki cargo shorts. You know, if it was a darker color pant, like if I was wearing black, yeah, you wouldn't be able to see the 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 moisture in the front of my pants from all the uh, pre-semen that I was. God damn it. I, I know. Like, see, this is this is my problem. This is why a lot of people do not like me is because I share too much. And that's the way that I've always wanted to do it. I, you know. 
I, I've worked with some of the biggest radio names in Central Florida. I worked with Ron Bennington, Russ Rollins of the Monsters in the Morning, Jim Phillips, Drew Garabo, Mike Calta. I, I mean, I, I did stuff with Billy Madison. And, and you know what? Bubba the Love Sponge. I know a lot of you people probably do not like Bubba. You guys all think maybe I hate him, but I don't. It it really, really pains me that it, it hasn't worked out because, you know, I didn't think I would be able to find another radio show or another home that I would feel comfortable with. But yeah, Bubba. Bubba's one of the guys that made me, he gave me so many opportunities. And and I'll admit, there are some times, he might not admit it, but there were some times he was a, a real asshole to me. Now, I I a lot of the times I got fired, that that was on me. That that was all on me. And it and it really does hurt me. It it does hurt me a lot that they won't even give me the time of day. And I know that I was supposed to do those videos and stuff for them on the YouTube page, but I knew that I, no matter what I did, it was going to get shit on. It, it was because Seth ended up blocking me. Seth, Seth Cush, which I still have a lot of respect for, even though I guess he hates me now because he blocked me on all the social media. Because in that first video, I, 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 I posed the question to my dad. Hey, what would you do if some guy no called no show because he was watching a hockey game? And I, and I didn't even mention Seth by name. And that didn't go over too well. And and I know, like, if Seth is mad at me, it really does me no good to keep putting stuff out there because right now, and I'm not saying anything bad, Seth, Seth is the golden child. He can do no wrong. And and if I don't have him on my side, then then it's a it's a big waste of my time to be able to do it because everybody's just gonna take a shit on it. But I, I wish everybody all the best. Uh, I I still love Bubba, I still love K Man. I uh, I I love you know who. At first, I was a real dickhead too. But I I've come to really really dig Anna Hummel. Like seriously, she is so so brilliantly naturally talented on the microphone and. Uh, and the reason I say that is because it, it it takes a special type of woman to be able to go into that situation, that environment, and be able to hang. Uh, yeah, and she's good at what she does. I I've been listening to her after show, and my God, she like she hosted a show by herself, and I don't think you people realize how difficult that is, but she did it. I mean, I've done it a lot of times. But she she made it seem like it was a cakewalk. So I don't want anybody to think that I'm I'm bashing Bubba's show. But uh, back to what I was saying, I I wanted to fashion my show around all the greats that I worked with, and I wanted to be brutally honest, and and I wanted to share every single little bitty thing about my life, because an open book that is how you make a connection with your audience, with your supporters, is that you tell even the embarrassing things because then you gain their trust. Because 
if you're telling them all of your deepest, darkest, most embarrassing secrets, when you do tell them stuff, they're going to be like, yeah, 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 I, I, I believe him because why would he tell me all of this other fucked up stuff about himself? And, and I know I should not be telling this story. I know it's probably going to make me look bad. Maybe that's why I have a hard time dating and meeting people because they, say, they think I'm some sick deviant. Yeah, that's the guy that tried to kill himself. He was an alcoholic. But guess what, man? I, I've made a lot of changes in my life. I'm, I'm not drinking anymore. I'm not doing drugs, any of the hard drugs. I'm off all the psychotropic drugs. I mean, the only thing I'm doing is weed and a, and a very small dosage of Adderall. So, And I've been working out and eating healthy, and I've never felt better in my life. This is the best that I've ever been physically and mentally so i just need to work on the professional side of it and back to what i was saying that's that's why i'm trying to keep the show a little bit clean but i'm only gonna give it a little bit of time and if i don't get any bites you know what my my radio days could be over i don't think that they are i mean i'm sure that i could move uh move somewhere but in the long run, you know what? The, just thinking about it, things probably happened for a reason. Because I'm almost absolutely sure if Bubba hadn't fired me back in September after I tried to commit suicide, uh, I would have already been gone because of the economy, man. I Listen, I, I just heard yesterday, and, and I don't know who exactly got fired. But I know a lot of radio broadcasters, radio personalities got fired yesterday at the end of the week at iHeartMedia. And that reminds me so much of 2008. 2008 was a bloodbath for the radio industry during the, uh, the housing bubble, the financial crunch, the uh, recession. It wasn't a depression, but it was a recession back then. And so many of my my friends, family members, yeah, I, a lot of these people I work with, I do consider family, got fired. And I, I've talked about this a few times. I know a lot of people, 2020 has been a bad year. Luckily, I don't have a family. I mean, I, I got my mom and dad, but I don't have a wife. I don't have kids. Even though I did want to have kids, uh, it it was it was a blessing that I didn't because I that's one less thing I would have to worry about during that. But this pandemic actually has been one of the best things that could have ever happened to me. And and I don't I don't want people to think I'm being heartless by saying that. But right after everything that happened to me at the end of 2019, I needed this. I needed this year just to concentrate on myself. Yeah, it's it's been a struggle. It it really, really has. But I've been able to build this podcast. Now I'm able to make enough money off of it, even though it's not a lot. But I'm able to support myself right now because I, I'm not going anywhere. I, I live a pretty boring life. I do this podcast. I work out, eat healthy. I've been watching a lot of Netflix and trying to meet new people, reconnect with people, fix all the bridges that I have burned in my life. God, I so wish that I could take all that back. 
I don't think you guys realize how much WTKS Real Radio 104.1 meant to me. Um, it was devastating. And, and, and I'm, I'm getting emotional right now just talking about it. But when, when I got let go in 2010, because a lot of people, they, they're like, man, Tuttle, you're a big fuck up. You're constantly getting fired. But a lot of people don't realize radio people, that that's just a part of the business. I, I mean, look, ask Bubba. Look at, uh, look at all the radio stations that Bubba the Love Sponge has worked at, and, and he's brilliant. He's great. One of the best, maybe the best. But I had a great run. I was at, I was at Clear Channel for 10 years, and that, that was the beginning of the end of my marriage. And it was so difficult to have to to go to Tampa and start over again. But uh, Tampa became uh, a second home for me. And and I spent 10 years there on and off, not not with the same show, but I was with Bubba and then I was with Mike Calta, I was with Drew Garabo. Uh, I I was I was all over the place. And if it wasn't for me working in Tampa, I w- I would not have met maybe because I, I, I have a Mount Rushmore friends. I've already told you this. My two childhood friends, Howard and Derek, and then Soul Brother Kevin, and then Colton. Colton might be the most loyal, greatest pers- people that I've ever met. Like, you would think at his age, the age difference, that we wouldn't have a lot in common. and But we do, though. Uh, and And what his family did for me, that is one of the most grateful things that I'm grateful about, uh, about my time in Tampa. But man, what I would give to be able to get back on real radio. But I, uh, I, I, I really do think that I, I messed it up. I fucked it up so bad that I don't think I'll ever be able to go back there again. And, and I don't want people to think the reason I'm trying to mend these bridges is I'm just trying to get employed again. No, that's, that's the furthest thing from the case. Um, Looking back on it, Russ, Russ did a lot for me as well, too. You got Ron Bennington, Russ Rollins, Bubba, and Drew Garaba. Those are the four, and Jim Phillips. So I got to go five. Those people have been so instrumental uh, in me. Well, I don't know how well this is going to look because, like I said all the time, I'm doing a podcast on my phone in a beat-up 2006 PT Cruiser. So, yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe they don't want that put on them, that, oh, I have everything because of them. But I, 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 I think of all of those people like family. I, I really, really do. But Real Radio is always going to be that special place for me because uh, that was the place that I worked during the most important years of my life. Going to take a quick break, guys. Sorry about the rant. I know I'm all over the place, but in in general, um, yes, I got to start wearing underwear because when I get excited, I pre-cum too much. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. 
from the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast, last segment of the day. Uh, If you get a chance, I've been plugging a lot of my social media. Something that I've been getting into is taking photos. Uh, I don't know why. I can't even explain why it's happening. But here at the Hobo Fish Camp here in Volusia County, which is Oak Hill, Florida, uh, we've been having some really, really great sunrises and sunsets. And I've been taking the pictures and posting them. I've been learning and and reading about photography. And some of the pictures that I've been taking have have really, really come out. So if you want to check those out, go to my Instagram page or my Twitter page or my Facebook page. Just go Facebook.com slash Tuttle, Twitter.com slash Tuttle, or Instagram.com slash Tuttle. But uh, somebody that I uh, became friends with on Facebook, her name is Autumn. And she is an extremely, extremely talented uh, artist. She does a lot of paintings. Uh, She's got a business. And she really, really liked one of the pictures that I took. And she wanted to be able to paint it. Now, when I, I was like, yeah, I was really flattered that she wanted to do that. But I'm always thinking of new sentimental things to be able to get for my parents. So I am uh, wanting to, and, and, and I'm going to post uh, the pictures because she posted one of the, uh, the finished products and I'm going to buy it from her because I, I thought it would be a very unique gift to give my parents for like Christmas or for the holidays. So uh, go to my uh, social media and check it out. I'm going to post the side-by-side pictures. So make sure you check out. See, that's the type of stuff uh, that you're missing on my social media. Just search Tuttle. I'm on every single piece of social media that you can find. Being a lifelong Floridian, born and raised, yes, I consider myself a Florida cracker, but you also do not meet a lot of people that were born and raised here in Florida because a lot of people, this is where everybody comes to. I think they said there's like a thousand people a day that move into the state of Florida. And this next story that I'm going to play for you, I can almost guarantee you that these people... Are, are snowbirds. They're they're out of staters that came here and moved and do not know the laws here in Florida when it comes to wildlife. You, you know, people just think, oh, I can walk around the lake. It's safe. That's not the case, because if you've lived here in Florida all your life, you know that every single body of water in the state of Florida will most likely there is a good chance. I'm not saying all of them 
have some type of gator in them. And and that's why you got to be careful. And this next story is either an irresponsible pet owner, somebody that's been here in the state of Florida that just really didn't give a damn about their puppy or dog because this was a small dog. But this guy was walking his dog by a lake, which is one of the worst things you can do. And this gator comes right out of the water. Now, it wasn't a big gator, maybe three feet. It was an adolescent. But this guy jumps right in the water because this gator had pulled his puppy right into the water. And he jumped in and saved the dog. This is the moment Richard Wilbanks wrestles an alligator to save his dog's life. He just came out like a missile. All right, so I don't listen to these news stories ahead of time because I want to get my first reaction. And this guy definitely is from the South. Now, does that mean he's from the state of Florida? Because if he is from the state of Florida, he had what was coming to him. Little Fido should have been a gator nugget. Because, like, seriously, a gator is just being a gator. A gator knows no difference. That That's in its DNA. It is supposed to eat things that get close to the shoreline. And this guy, like a true idiot, let his dog play by the water. And that is a big, big no-no in the state of Florida. The sound of his puppy's cries are too upsetting, so we're not sharing. See, this is where these local news TV stations drop the ball. They really, really do. I mean, it is the news. You should be playing this type of stuff because people need to know what's going on. And I have the audio. I do, and I'm about to play it for you. But playing this audio actually drives it home makes it more apparent of how careful you have to be around any body of water here in the state of Florida. But these program directors, these news directors are too much of a pussy. They're all pussies because I would be playing all that. Like you guys already lead off, you know, that whole saying, if it bleeds, it leads. Play the audio. It's just a goddamn dog. This isn't like a human being screaming and begging for its life. It is a dog. Play the goddamn audio, which here it is. Now, if you're just listening to the audio and we're not able to see the video, it either sounds like two things. This guy is into bestiality and he's trying to have sex with this puppy or he's trying to he's really really constipated and trying to pinch off a loaf because we've all been there you know you you try to give it that old grunt to be able to get that last little piece of poop out that's exactly what this sounds like Now, the more that I think about it, it is so goddamn hypocritical that they won't play that piece of audio. And the reason why they don't want to play is because the puppy is uh, he's like yapping and, and crying because the gator has the dog in its mouth right now. But the news, they have no problem showing cops body cam footage like like the, that case down in Brevard County. Now. I, I'm not saying uh, because the cop, I mean, the car was coming at the cop down in Brevard County, but they had no problem showing a, a video of a cop putting about nine bullets right into a car. And and they'll show that. 
That's human life. But just because it's a fucking puppy that they don't want to show that video. They don't want to play the audio because the audience, they can't, they can't take it. They can't take it whenever a puppy dies or a puppy is in, in, in peril. You know, I mean, here, I'll, I'll correlate it to this. Back when Shannon Burke had his little bit of mishap where the gun accidentally went off and it shot the dog and the bullet accidentally, accidentally hit his ex-wife, People were uh, people were more upset that he shot his goddamn dog than his wife. Like seriously, people. Like are 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 like are we just not like have our priorities in line when it comes to the value of life? Listen, I I'm an animal lover, but we're gonna we're gonna show a cop emptying his clip into a into a car where he killed two people, not saying the, the cop was wrong, but I'm just talking about the news media itself. You guys are a bunch of goddamn pussies. Let it rip, people. They're like children to us. Wilbanks pried open the gator's mouth and saved his dog, Gunner. He had one little puncture wound. My hands were just chewed up. I mean, isn't this one of those situations, one of those scenarios where it's on you, man? Like, you are dragging a piece of meat that a gator would love to eat. I mean, that's, that is like a parent dropping their child off at a Catholic church to be an altar boy. It's like, what do you expect? I mean, pedophiles are pedophiles. Pedophiles are going to pedophile. Gators are going to gator. And when you're dragging a dog next to a body of water in the state of Florida, that's on you, man. You got bit up because you were an irresponsible pet owner. Even after being dragged underwater in the jaws of a gator, Gunner is doing just fine. I was able to save Gunner's life. But how did this terrifying encounter get recorded? The answer, a partnership between the Florida Wildlife Federation and the F-Stop Foundation. The video was was jarring. Meredith Budd is the regional policy director at the Florida Wildlife Federation. They typically capture videos of things like deer or bobcats, not this. And it's all part of a campaign called Sharing the Landscape. We live on a shared landscape. We don't just want to tolerate wildlife but rather we want to thrive with wildlife on a shared landscape. Their goal is to help people appreciate and understand the wildlife they live near and by doing so help reduce the conflicts that can sometimes happen between people and nature. Here, I'll give you another example of how you've always got to have your head on a swivel when you're a pet owner. Like when I was married, we had two small chihuahuas. We had Raven and Jazzy. Now, I knew that you cannot let small dogs out in the backyard because you are asking for trouble. And, and, and I hear a lot of people that get upset about hawks and owls or birds of prey that will snatch one of their small dogs. That's on you. How can you be mad at a bird of prey that comes down, picks up your small dog, your small cat, whatever it may be, because that bird, that bird is just trying to eat just like that alligator was. And you just have to be smart because we all live in this sheltered life here in the United States that, you know, like that most people like, say, Africa don't have to deal with because there are predators out there. And that's why we never let one of our small chihuahuas out there. Now, 
Would I be mad at the bird? Yeah, I mean, I'd be kind of pissed, but, you know, that's the circle of life. That is the food chain, and you just got to be careful, people. That is on you. Like, seriously, it really, really is. Uh, I know that pets, I know some people treat their pets like children. So if you're treating your pets like children, then you have no business owning or even giving birth to children because you can't be mad when animals are going to animal. It gives us a new appreciation. We do need to be aware they are wild animals. Uh, They're not here for our benefit. We're very lucky to share the space with them. Gunner's now a little hesitant getting near the water. All right, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to shock jock you guys here. I'm not trying to be controversial or anything, but I mean, don't we like get people in trouble for animal abuse? Like seriously. I mean, if somebody is beating their dogs or fighting dogs or or not you know, malnourished I mean, they'll come in and they'll take the animals away. Old Gunner would be better off if this dog was taken away from its irresponsible, extremely irresponsible owner because old Gunner was just being a puppy. Gunner didn't know any better. Gunner is a domesticated animal and doesn't have those instincts to know that when you get close to the water, there could be an old gator. Gator could snatch you up and do that death roll. So, yeah, I, in, in my opinion, I think old Gunner should be taken away from the, these irresponsible pet owners and, and, and put up for adoption because the dog would be way better off. Even if it went to the pound, it would be better getting euthanized than getting eaten by a wild animal. That is one of my biggest fears of all time. Like, I know... It sucks to die or or die a horrible death. But, I mean, I really, really don't think that there is. I mean, it's kind of honorable. I mean, at least when you get eaten by a wild animal, you are are, are, are part of circle of life. You, you fed that animal. But, my God, that has got to be one of the worst ways to go. To get eaten by a wild animal, think about that. Because it, it, depending on what animal you, you get killed by, like, here, I'll give you an example. Lions. Lions, yeah, they can be dicks, but at least they're, they're cool and they try to suffocate their prey before they start eating them. Now, like, if you ran into one of those, like, spotted wild dogs in Africa or a hyena or something, they are just complete assholes. Like, they are the biggest dicks in the animal kingdom because they'll just eat you while you're st- while you're still alive, and and I cannot even imagine that. That's like one of the biggest fears in my life. But because Will Banks calls this a learning experience, he's keeping Gunner away from the water now and always on a leash. Keep your guard up, enjoy, but don't get too close. And finally, I wanted to play this for you because I thought it was really, really funny. Uh, when you're an alcoholic, which I was, you uh, <laughs> you have that alcoholic mentality where you're like, oh man, I've drank so much, my body is just all pickled. What would anything want to do in my body? Uh, what virus would want in there? Because I've drank so much alcohol. I mean, l- a- alcoholic logic, you're like, alcohol kills viruses and stuff. But this one guy, now, I don't know all the backstory. I don't know 
like if this was a family member or his wife that found out that he had a side chick or somewhat. But this guy's logic about having sex potentially with a woman that has gonorrhea. So what you gonna go hit that? And you know she got gonorrhea. So you still don't give a fuck you gonna go. But see, I drank though, so that's gonna stop it. No, it's not, bitch. You gonna it's an antibiotic. See, that is a prime example of alcoholic logic. This guy is like, fuck, I don't give a damn about any gonorrhea because I drink so much and that is my antibiotic. So, hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I'm going to start doing some longer shows because I got some potential sponsors on the way. And I never wanted to be one of those podcasts where I just play too many commercials. So, I'm going to start giving you more content so I can actually find places for my newest sponsors. Make sure you go to my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. And if you'd like to contact me, you can easily do that. Email me, Tuttle at gmail.com or leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Hope you guys are having a great day and I will talk to you tomorrow. for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out Vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by StitchYouUp.com PocketPairClub.com Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? concerns or do you just want to let tuttle know he's being a dickhead tuttle at gmail.com that's tuttle with two d's at gmail.com to follow all of tuttle's social media go to tuttle.net thanks again for all your support and we'll see you tomorrow on the tuttle daily podcast hey yo terry fuck going on